All right, welcome back to episode nine of the GG Podcast. This is your host, Old Man Jesus, here with the war turtle of the internet himself, Mr. E. <laughs> What's up, bro? What's going on? What's up, brother? Nothing much. Dude, can I just say, I am really excited for August. Oh, yeah? This is the month where we're finally going to get the prices for the consoles, right? That's what everyone's feeling. There's a buzz in the air about tomorrow, uh, Sony possibly announcing an event. Yeah. And I'm just ready. I'm just really ready. I'm so excited for it. Yeah. I don't know about Microsoft, but yeah, Sony's was definitely rumored to be uh, being like the first what part of the month, I think, right? Like the 12th or something like that? The, the 8th, I think. So the tomorrow they announce it, and the 8th is a show. That's the rumor. But we'll get to that a little bit later, brother. Okay, sure. Yeah, I'm excited for August too. I mean, I mean, seriously, next gen is around the corner, and I think a lot of people like myself were ready. We're very ready, brother. But yeah. are you ready to accept Paper Mario yet? How is that going? Do you love it? <laughs> um, so I did progress quite a bit. Um, basically, at the end of it, I don't love it. I think uh, my my statements about it still stand. I think I was pretty on the nose about it, and it's not like it grows on you at all. Um, no pun intended. It's very one-dimensional and the story did not grab my attention um it's it's probably my least favorite paper mario game i've ever played and i played them almost all of them uh except except for sticker uh sticker stars the only one i never played but um i really really do not like this game and i think that a lot of people if you go online and see like what people say about it they have similar sentiments so it makes me feel like i'm not you know hacking on this game too much but it's a shame man the presentation and everything you just you want to like it so bad but there's just there's just a miss a huge misstep from Nintendo and you know what they're trying to push for this game. It's just doesn't it's just not fitting the bill. Um, I still have the urge to play it. Like I said, when I'm done beating the stuff I'm playing now, I probably will go back to it when there's a lull. Yeah. But there's just been so many games recently. Yeah. And I just started a new one last night. Oh, where, you start? Uh, you know, I just had you know when you want to play games, but like nothing's really scratching that itch. Mm -hmm. So like I want to play. Uh, Elder Scrolls, but then I didn't feel like starting a quest and I just didn't know what to do. So it was the beginning of the month, so I got some new games for free on Stadia. And I saw this game, Shapes and Beats, uh, or Beats and Shapes, I can't remember the name. Okay. But I remember hearing really good things about that game. So I was like, you know what, let me just get in there and see what it's about. And man, it is just so much fun. I love rhythm games. I really love rhythm games. And so this one's weird because it's not a rhythm game in the sense that you have to like uh, press buttons to a rhythm. But all of the enemies move to the rhythm, like all the, the danger in the area. So imagine it, it's um what do you call those games? Uh, bullet hell, like yeah. where you're like uh, you're like a little ship and millions of things are flying at you. So imagine that, except all the enemies is just the color red, and you're a little blue square, and all the enemies and the the things are moving to the music, and you're just trying to dodge it. And it, the music in that game is just so good. Like, I started listening to the soundtrack when I was cleaning today. What is it? Like, electronic music? Yeah, yeah. And it, it's a small thing, but something I really love is that every level is the title of a song. And as you load in, it tells you the title of the song and the artist. So it's just this cool little thing of like, oh, these artists all came in to individually make these songs. Yeah, it sounds like it's very much our cup of tea. Oh, yeah. It, it is very fun. Highly recommended. It's only $20 if you buy it. And it's actually on Switch, which is, I think it's a perfect Switch game. Uh, I, it is yeah, I'm aware super, of it. Super, super brutal, though. It is really, really hard. Oh, really? Uh, when you get to the further levels, yeah. Wow. Um, I played that for about two hours. It, I, I think it's a shorter game. And I will say that the I tried the multiplayer because I was like, oh, maybe they'll have a challenge mode. And all the multiplayer is is the same levels, the same songs, but with four people on the screen at once. 
And I found it a little too chaotic where I couldn't keep up with all the colors. Yeah. <laughs> but it, yeah, it was really fun. Really great game. Yeah, I've heard of it. So I'm glad I get, you, you enjoy it. But that sounds like it's very much our cup of tea for sure. Mm-hmm. Dang. Dang. You know what kind of games I'm feeling like playing right now too? Sorry to derail this again. Oh, what's up? But I'm in the itch to play Halloween games. I can't wait for Halloween. Oh, really? Like, yeah, I really want to play scary zombie games. I want to play like spooky Halloween stuff. Uh, you have Evil Within too. I, I know, which I'm saving now for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> you are so funny. Uh, again, really underrated game. Uh, there's quite a few that I would recommend, but I mean, I would say start with that one. I'm, I'm just telling you, brother. It's like speaking of like just beats and uh, shapes. You know, it's like it. That game is like literally the kind of game that we're gonna love. And you'll see when you see the talent tree, you're gonna be like, oh yeah, <laughs> this is like our cup. Of our cup of tea. Maybe uh, I'll try to go in there. I still haven't been in Kingdom Hearts 3, too, which I, I feel like getting back to finally. I know, but I, I heard that one can be like was tedious in some parts, right? It, it is, and, and I know that, it, I mean, for someone like me to start playing that game and then stop, it just wasn't hitting what I needed, you know? And I love that stuff. You know, I love Kingdom Hearts. So I think I'm just going to try to power through it just to complete it. I don't think I need the DLC or any of the extra story stuff, but. Yeah. And zen. also, like, uh, like I mean, I th- yeah, I have to still try that one, but my freaking PS4 is still broken, so I don't know when I'll fix it. But yeah, I'm looking forward to the games, dude. I'm ready for some new games. I've, oh, yeah. um, I think I don't think Paper Mario scratched that itch for me, and I beat all my games uh, that I have. I've beaten all the ones I'm interested in anyway. So you know, maybe I'll check out, uh, you know, uh, what is it, uh, uh, Beats and Shapes. Uh, what about a uh, little game Halo? You have any interest in this? Uh, I have zero interest in Halo. I mean, I appreciate. I appreciate the game for what it is, but um, I mean, I know that was also the talk of the town. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask, have, have you been following all the crazy stuff happening? With it? Uh, is that crazy? It's just a lot of information. Yeah, out. I was going to say, I don't know like what kind of crazy stuff, but if it's just the information, then yes, I have. Yeah, so just for the listeners, if they haven't heard or been able to keep up with all the news, so it there's been a lot of controversy about the graphics, you know, so people mm-hmm. have been talking about how one side is saying that's a design choice. The other side is saying it's just, not looking good. Uh-huh. But then the news that came out this week, which I think kind of makes me believe more in the design choice part, was that it was confirmed that Halo's multiplayer will be free to play and 120 frames per second. Now, if they mean 120 frames for console and PC, that's just absurd to me. Because I was kind of telling you about it. I was geeking out when I was texting you. But yeah. that most games on consoles today are 30 frames per second. Mm-hmm. And you, th- you think you would have noticed when it's higher. But it, it is a much smoother experience, especially with really fast-paced first-person shooters and things mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. So I am very excited to see if it is on console. To me, then that's like, okay, amazing. And then another thing that uh, some people were talking about is the the thought of like, hey, it might not look great now, but it, it doesn't look horrible. And if they're doing this because they're trying to build in the ray tracing, the race tracing is going to go a long way into making that game look better. And, I, and, you know, I am giving them a little bit of an out, right? Some excuses. Uh, surprise, but, surprise. <laughs> yeah, I want to believe in that it's, that it's going to be good. It looks uh, fun, at least. I mean, I'm not like, I mean, gra- I'm not a graphics guy to begin with. Presentation is more important to me, and that comes with like art. Um, so I've, I've already given up with the graphics this gen or this coming gen. I haven't been impressed with anything. So I'm just going to have to accept the fact that it's not going to be this crazy upgrade. Not even Horizon Zero Dawn? The Part new two? one? Yeah, dude, I thought that, that was one. I, I thought that that was one of the worst ones, Jesus. Oh my god! I, I didn't like it at all. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We talked about that. I really thought it looked horrible. 
Um, and I'm not even just saying that, guys. But um, I wasn't too impressed with the Microsoft event. We know that. Um, but I don't know if I accept people's like, you know, I think people are just looking for a bigger upgrade because the upgrade from PS3 era to PS4 era, you know, was pretty freaking huge. Um, so, you know, I but I, I understand that it's newer technology. This always happens. And, you know, we'll see. But I haven't seen like that year one game where I'm just like, wow, this looks next gen yet. Um, I feel like people are being a little unrealistic with this, though, because I agree when, with you, though. Yeah, yeah. You know, when you when the jump from PS3 to PS4, we went to HD, right, and and that was a big jump. But now we're pushing 4K, and 4K takes a butt ton of data. Like it, you can't even compare it to 1080p. Mm-hmm. So if you want games that look amazing, that's a lot. You need a staff that's a lot bigger to design that art. You need a place to store all of that data, or you're going to have to make them shorter games. Now, there's that's not to give an excuse, though, because I personally think Horizon 2 looked amazing. So you can make it look really, really good, but you're going to sacrifice certain things. Like, I guarantee you, maybe knock on wood, you're not going to see a AAA huge game that's 4K and more than 60 frames per second. Because not even the most powerful PCs right now can do that consistently for their games. Even a 2080 Ti, there's only a few games that you can really hit a consistent 60 frame per second using that, yeah. which is crazy. So if you, and that's a, at the, I think it's $1,300 right now, $1,300 graphics card. So if that's the kind of performance you're wanting from a console, like I don't, are you willing to pay more than $1,300, you know? Yeah, exactly. But I think what people are, and I agree with a lot of what you said, but I think just like putting it like a more basic level, and I think we talked about this in our last two podcasts, is that people, and I, and I said this to you too, I think you're really underestimating how much people really want to see. And I don't even think it's just a casual gamer. I think everybody really wants to see that like, okay, show us, you know what I mean? And just just show us, just show us the goods. And I'm ready to see it too. But you right. know, I know that I know that that uh, you know I know next gen's around the corner, or literally going to come out in a few months, and just I anticipate more information, and I'm excited for it. So I think everybody's just itching for news, you know, and I think yeah. everybody's going to chill when when everything's announced. Yeah, and I think what's going to blow everybody away is not going to be the graphics or the games per se, though I do think some of the games are going to be amazing. But I think it's going to be the the changes to the way we interact with the interfaces and the online works and things like that. Like, I think we're, we're jumping into this new era of like, hey, you want to play that game? Jump in. You want to go there? You just jump in. Oh, right, right. Like yeah. there was that rumor with the PS5 and the Xbox where right now you can suspend one game that you'd be able to do that for multiple games on the PS5, for example. So if you're playing your single player game and I'm like, hey, Eric, you want to play this? It would instantly jump you back to where you were in the other game, just like if it had been suspended. And, you know, sometimes when you want to play video games, I don't know about you, but there's times I want to play a game, but then I think about like, oh, I have to go through all this stuff. I kind of want to deal with it, so I just give up on trying to play it. Mm-hmm, so sure, yeah. removing all the barriers is going to be great. So with that, let's jump into some of the topics then. Yeah. So let, let's talk about the PS5. We alluded to it. And the rumor is tomorrow is the they're going to announce the date, and then the 8th is the actual event. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be a state of play where they're going to show more, more stuff. Mm-hmm. And the, the two big rumors is, of course, we get the price and the interface. And then the other rumor, which I know probably won't be true, but I'm praying that it is, is that a big franchise is going to be coming back. And the internet has narrowed it to either Ape Escape, boring, boring. Uh, Silent Hill, mm-hmm. or Metal Gear Solid 5. Or Metal Gear Solid, excuse me. Yeah. Uh, I, we talked about it a little. You think 5 could be coming back as like a remake? Yeah. I think I think it's going to be a reimagining of Metal Gear Solid. 
So they're going to not a remake. It's going to be like a reimagined one. And they're going to use that to start the timeline of the rest of the games. Right. You know, this was actually, so I don't know if you knew this, but like the rumor about Silent Hill and uh, MGS5 was a PS4 rumor. And so it's an old rumor. And so that just got kind of swept under the rug. But the rumor at the time was that uh, that uh, Konami was interested in redoing MGS5 of how it was supposed to be done. Um, and the Silent Hill game would not be a remake. It would be a new new game. But that was just a rumor. So this rumor resurfaced this week about the PS5, which I'm like, oh, this is that rumor that from a long time ago, where which would totally make sense. And um, I, I, I would, so that would, that's what leads me to believe that it's actually a remake, kind of, kind of a remake, actually, you can call it, of MGS5, of they, where they redo the system and, and most likely redo what the game is like, you know, instead of it being mission based, I'm sure make it more, you know, epilogue and more story driven, um, you know, more of like the old school, like MGS style, as opposed to how, how it is, you know, it's a little bit more like a Peace Walker. Um, and then uh, as far as Silent Hill goes, uh, the rumor, the old rumor was that they were looking to uh, work with, uh, and I think, I don't think this is true, but they were looking to work with Hideo Kojima again um, for that game. But the fact that they're going to announce these two games, you know, in tandem with the PS5, you know, as a rumor even, kind of hints that that could be a possibility because, you know, Sony owns basically Kojima now, you know? So, so, you know, it is like, I mean, that would be a dream, but that's what it, that's what it looks like. And I mean, I love Ape Escape, Escape. it's a little outdated, but it's still a fun game, but man, I mean, I'm a hardcore Silent Hill fan. Silent Hill 2 is my favorite game of all time. And, um, you know, and obviously I'm a huge fan of Metal Gear Solid as well, as are you. So, I mean, that would, that's just phenomenal news. I think even if it was an MGS5 remake, you know. I would be so happy with that because I wasn't. Give me any Metal Gear. I just have that itch to right? Metal Gear again. Seriously. And did you see that that amazing Metal Gear Five news uh, about the secret ending? Uh, so, if you remember when it came out, someone went through the files and they found out that there was a secret ending. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. yeah they could, it could only be achieved if everyone in the multiplayer mode worked together to disarm all the nukes. So they were they released the video, so we saw it, but no one had ever uh, completed that. And I don't know if you remember the multiplayer, but giving up a nuke was a huge thing because right. the way multiplayer worked was you can invade another person and you could steal their their employees, their their workers. And because in that game, those workers were a big deal because you got some S-class ones, you know? Mm-hmm. You didn't want that to happen, so you could build a nuke. And the nukes were deterrents, so no one could invade you unless they had more nukes than you. So people were constantly building nukes so that you could always be safe, right? Mm-hmm. So the only way to get the ending was people had to winning, willingly disarm their own nukes. And they've been working on this for years, and the PS3 community finally managed to achieve it. And they all got it to zero nukes, and they triggered the actual ending for the game, which I just thought was super cool. That's cool. What was it? Yeah. Uh, it, it it's a, just the thing where they talk about nuclear disarmament in a big old speech like Metal Gear. Oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it, <laughs> That's <but> it, yeah. <laughs> It's just a video of uh, Ocelot talking about... Sure, yeah, I get it, yeah. Wow. But uh, yeah, I'm just ready for it, man. Just give me anything Metal Gear-wise. The the rumor is, of course, that they are going to be showing off a bunch of other Sony first-party games that they didn't show off. And then mostly, honestly, I've seen enough games that I know I want it. 
I just want to see the interface now. Yeah, yeah. I think I, 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 I don't know if I agree with the whole games thing, and I think a lot of people would, you know, are still looking for more. But totally, I'm looking for just the console reveal, please. You know, like I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, just give, um, give me something good. Yeah, give me something good for both of them. Actually, Microsoft more than Sony for me. Uh, like Microsoft's console to me, I, I think they're. I've said this before, but I don't know anything about it other than you know what they're promising, you know? So I, I'm so ready to see more of this, more of Microsoft's uh, Xbox Series X, um, you know, and what it has to offer. Cause I'd be interested, you know, if they right. do come into the table and it is a hundred dollars less, guess what? I might buy it. <laughs> it might be my main console. I don't know if I can, I still don't know if I can justify, especially now in these days. And I think a lot of people would agree, especially those, you know, anybody's unemployed, I'm sorry to hear, you know, that they can spend $600, $500, you know, on a console. And, and if you, and if, they, if you can, you know, then it better be like damn good. With the power stadia, you don't have to spend a single dollar. Book. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, so, no, joking aside, though, like you look at something like uh, Stadia is going to get Avengers the same day as release now, right? So if they can start releasing games the same day that other consoles are getting them, I do think that makes it very, very attractive to people who don't want to upgrade right away. Like maybe they want to wait to see if the PS5 or the Xbox is going to win, you know? But you want to play those big games. If Stadia can keep doing crossplay like they're doing for some of their big games coming out right now, I think that, that that could be the thing that keeps them in the game right now because they have to do something to turn around the, the bad will. Okay, and, yeah. And on the same token, you could be right there, but if that doesn't do anything on these consoles are out and it doesn't move any like interest, then it's dead. You know, then that that that's basically it goes both ways. It's like if that doesn't do any it do it, then there's just no way. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, I won't bore you with my Stadia talk for two hours again. Phew. But uh, <laughs> talking about the Avengers, we didn't get a chance to talk about it. Did you see the updated gameplay? That came I out? did. It was probably the most one of the most talked game to, the games this week. Dude, what a turnaround for that game! We yeah. talked about it on one of the episodes yeah. where I thought it looked kind of like eh, it looked fun, but it looked like generic fun. Mm-hmm. This new one looked like a completely different game. It looked like a really polished, super fun Destiny clone type, where like it almost seems like every character is going to be completely different and it just looks cool as hell. So now I'm back on board of like, man, I really want to get this, especially, especially because they're doing the smart thing of like, Hey, wherever you buy it, when the new one comes out for PS5 or Xbox, you're going to get it for free upgraded and your save carries over. Oh, okay. Boom. Now I don't have to worry about it. I can just buy it now and then play it later. You know? Yeah, for sure. I mean, there was a headline that I liked where it said, you know, Avengers had like a rocky start, but it seems to win people over. And I agree. Like, it looks so much better than before because everybody wants to like it. Who doesn't like the Marvel Universe? You know, it's like, you know, stick it to my veins. It's fun. Um, So I'm glad it looks a lot better, but I'm still skeptical. You know, it's still at its core. At its core, it does look like that kind of, you know, X-Men Legends, you know, kind of game. But, you know, we'll see. there's this rumor about it that has me worried. I, I, this one I'm leaning towards it not being true, but there's a rumor that one of the characters for the DLC is going to be Spider-Man, but that it's going to be a Sony exclusive DLC. Oh, so, I read that. I read that. Yeah, yeah. I really hope that's not true because one, I want everyone to be able to play Spider-Man because he's so cool. But two, that makes me really worried that Microsoft could start getting some Microsoft exclusive DLC characters and that I'm going to miss out, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that's not, that's not like a new thing, but like, you know, if I know, it's but just I thought like, we were over that stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it is when Destiny cool. gets it. Like even now Bungie's like, Hey, we we're not going to do that anymore. Cause fans hated it so much. Cause you'd be, if you played on Xbox, you would get the DLC like a year or two years later. 
So by that time, no one's running those dungeons, you know? Things like that. Yeah, definitely. So let me throw you a curveball, okay? Yeah, what, what's We're going to talk about Microsoft. But yeah. I feel like we talked about that event enough, even though they are going to have another event in August. Yeah. What I want to pick your brain about is where is Nintendo at right now? Oh, yeah, man. That's uh, a great segue because that was the other thing that was really big this week, both on the message boards and also with other fellow podcasters. Um, so, you know, that's the question, actually. <laughs> you can put a period after your statement. Where is Nintendo right now? Uh, basically, for people that don't know, uh, you know, Nintendo makes their games in mostly in the East. They do make all their games in the East, actually. And uh, Japan was really struggling, COVID, working from home. And Nintendo released a statement about this a few weeks ago. Um, since then, um, people are back to work in Japan. So people are expecting another update, but Nintendo hasn't really said anything. Um, basically, they haven't released any information of their future plans and what that may look like, because obviously everything is delayed on their end. Um, and now what they're saying is like, you know, they'll announce something randomly like, you know, uh, Paper Mario, like for instance, which is an example that just came out of nowhere. But, you know, the back, the drawback to that is that, you know, Paper Mario suffered, didn't do the best in sales because it got people excited. It was pre-ordered like heck. But then when it came out and then, you know, closer to release, people realized like, oh, wait, this is not the kind of game that we thought it was, you know. If it would have gotten the proper, you know, presentation in a, some sort of direct, I think that would have set people's expectations a lot better, um, as opposed to just releasing really that awesome trailer and then realizing that it's not really a Paper Mario game. <laughs> so uh, a Paper Mario RPG game, I should say. So um, yeah, who knows where Nintendo's at? The, the Switch is the best-selling console right now. That's what I, that's what I was gonna say. Like, do you think that they're like? So sure, because we're going to keep ignoring the COVID stuff because, of course, everyone's going through that. Sure, yeah, of course. Do you think that right now they're going like, huh, the Switch is selling like amazing hotcakes right now, right? Some of the games that I'm sure that they thought were going to do okay are breaking crazy records, like uh, Wii Fit Adventure. I'm sure they thought, oh, this game will sell a little yeah. bit. It'll, it'll do fine. It's been sold out for how many months? Uh, the Animal Crossing just completely blew them away. So you think Nintendo's like, huh? Maybe we don't need to release anything big right now. Let's just keep doing our own little thing. And we'll, we'll buy time so that whenever we release our new Switch, a Switch Pro or whatever, we'll have a bunch of games to release with it. Because why would they need to release something right now if it's still selling? You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, on the contrary, though, on the other end, because you, you're right. But I mean, and like from their perspective, though, like why wouldn't they release more, right? If everything's selling like hotcakes, like what if everything sold more than 5 million copies, you know, that would, <laughs> that would not, that would give them, you know, not only just a, a uh, you know, sales, but it would set a base for their franchises, you know, uh, which is just as important. Um, I just, I think it's obvious that this was not part of their strategy. I mean, right. And like you said, COVID, all of that, you know, given is a given, but you know, they haven't made another announcement and nobody knows what they're planning. And, and, um, and Metroid, where is Metroid? They announced it a while ago. Oh, I know, man. That's not coming like, for a while. I know, but could you imagine if that came out next month or something? Like, yeah. oh, that, that game would just hit a perfect spot right now for me on the Switch. Yeah, exactly. Or even just, but you're, that's, that's, that's exactly my point. But that's also a, a good point that you bring up. It's like, you know, or a game like that, where like right now it would be like a huge hit for them. You know what I mean? And, and Metroid has never sold more than a few million copies, you know? 
So like, you know, which is a great example, but like, you know, Fire Emblem, anything like that, you know, it, it could just, it can just be a, like a, a franchise that can be like, you know, cross over to the mainstream um, in a way that never has before. But I have no idea what they have in store. You could totally be right about the Switch Pro thing because it is, it's heavily rumored that they're going to release one next year um, and that maybe they're saving their games for that. But who knows, you know, I think that, uh, and then there's also that rumor that the Pokemon DLC might be delayed, which would be devastating because that was the big thing for the winter time for them, you know, um, that I didn't they, hear about that. Yeah, that, that they're going to, that they might delay the, what is it? Not the Isle of Armor, but the other one. Um, um, something sort. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, the Tundra, uh, uh glacial tundra or something like that sorry everybody i should look that up um but basically um that that might get delayed and if it does i mean that's a huge deal for them right and yeah. uh it would be devastating for a lot of people because nintendo like is like huge especially during the holidays so unless they have something crazy planned like it was rumored that mario kart a new mario kart was supposed to come out this year that's crazy i don't know if people know this but besides pokemon mario kart is actually nintendo's best-selling franchise as like as like non-bundled sales <laughs> so it's so, so funny because i don't feel like they need that mario kart yet like i still like the mario kart 8 i still play that game. I, I love mario kart 8 too i wish it came out with dlc because i'm with you yeah. but they they i don't think they'll ever do that because oh, they okay. have a new concept concept Let, let's start venting on this then why nintendo where's the dlc to your games if mario party had more oh my DLC, god mario party yes can you imagine right now when everyone's trapped together mario party is the perfect game like where's the DLC for that? We you know? uh, we we put my friends and I put over two hundred hours in Mario Party. That's how much we all loved it. And I mean, it's not perfect. You can definitely nitpick it, but we want that kind of game really bad. So you know, just give us a just you know a couple new islands. Give us two islands every DLC, ten dollars a DLC. I'd buy that. You know, easily. Yeah, screw the islands. You know, give us a mini games too. You know, and no, and no islands too because there's only three, right? Oh, I'm <laughs> saying, I'm saying like both. Like, why not both? Like yeah. an islands and deals. I mean, Nintendo does DLC really well. They don't skimp Nintendo, out. Nintendo's get no. Sometimes they do DLC. Oh, okay. You mean the quality of the DLC when it does come out? Okay, sorry, I misunderstood there. Yeah, I don't mean like. Oh, yeah, yeah. Actually, I, I don't think I worded it right. No, you're right. Like, <laughs> what I meant to say is like how like uh like when they release when they announce DLC, it's usually like a really attractive package. Um, Eric, but we both know Nintendo. They're gonna be like, "We heard you loud and clear, Mister E. Don't oh, totally. worry." Announcing DLC for Arms. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or like, or like when uh, when uh, oh, they're like, "Don't worry, everybody. We heard you loud and clear in that E3 of like 2013 or 14. You want more games to the Wii? Well, we have a new Retro Studios game. Oh my God, what is it? Donkey Kong Tropic Freeze. <laughs> Although that ended up being one of the best games, right? So. I mean, I beat it. It was great. But I mean, at the same time, you're just like, what? <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, who knows what Nintendo's planning, man? I mean, I, I, this, I love my Switch. It's by far my favorite console that I have. But uh, man, I would love more games for it. You yeah, know, okay, let's, droughts yeah, suck. Let's just keep piling it on here because you talked about topical fees. They just released Donkey Kong for the, the console. Uh -huh. Why aren't they releasing more Super Nintendo games, Nintendo games? Give me 64 games, GameCube, something on that that online thing we're paying for yeah right more content you know yeah totally like, anything like it, it feels like it's one game a month if that now and they're not even that great of a game so it's kind of funny that I, I know you can't compare them but you know people are like oh stadia gets nothing every month and i'm like man i at least got shapes and beats this month 
What did I get on Nintendo Switch Online? You know, nothing. Yeah, I mean, there's some good games on there, you know, and I feel like, I mean, I mean, if there, if if Earthbound came out on it, would you play it? You know what and, I mean? Yeah, but would it come out on it? Nintendo would never do that. And we've been asking for that for years. That's the kind of thing that we dream of a Nintendo who's going to nail online every time, but they're not going to. They have it. before. It's called the Wii. Uh, the Wii we had. Did, the Wii, Wii was like nail online. I mean, we. I'm not saying like online in the sense of like like playing online with like friends and stuff. Although Mario Kart and the Wii was great, but like their their uh their what do you call it when you go backwards compatibility with the games that you can buy on the console? Oh my gosh, you know you yeah, can get everything. Yeah, like when I was they learned, they, learned their, they learned their lesson, Jesus, that they, that people will always buy it. <laughs> you know, I what know I mean? that's what I'm saying though. Like release it so I can buy it. Like I told you when we were on that trip on the way back. I was listening to the Ocarina of Time soundtrack, and I was like, if that game was on the Switch right now, I would buy it. Like, no, I wouldn't even think about it. I would dude, just buy it. that's what I, I was just telling my friend. I'm like, dude, because like my one of my favorite uh, 3D Zelda games is actually Sky, not Skyward Sword, uh, uh, Twilight Princess. I love Twilight Princess, and I'm like, dude, if they even released like the one for the Wii U, just put it on the Switch with like the controls. Oh my gosh, I'd buy it day one. I want that kind of like game on the Switch. I think that's what we're just really like hinting at. Nintendo, get your act together. Just say something, you know. Just release them all. Suckers like us will buy all of them again. Like, know? like, yeah. Then the Switch. It's crazy how like how in demand it is right now, and you know, and they're and they're refusing to like acknowledge you know anything coming out for it. I mean, right now is like such a great opportunity for them to get people excited for franchises they normally wouldn't. You know, like even yeah. Luigi's Mansion sold incredibly well. For crying out loud. Oh, yeah. I forgot about the game. I want to go back to that. Did he beat it? For Halloween. No, no. I, I haven't played it. I, oh, wanted, I wanted to play it, but I was saving it for Halloween. It's so good. It really is. It, you I, you would really like it. They changed, they changed the formula. <laughs> Nintendo's going to go, we heard you loud and clear, Mr. E, announcing Where's Mario 2. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We heard you loud and clear. You wanted Mario Paint? Here's Mario Paint 2. <laughs> Actually, that Mario Paint 2 would be pretty amazing. I know. That would be <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That fly swatting game and all of those. Oh, yeah. Um, and also the uh, the music thing. Oh, yeah, the, with the little frog notes and all that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Man, Nintendo. You know, it... it they mess up so much, but they're so damn charming with it that you're just like, oh, Nintendo. I know. Dang Sour Patch. They're totally Sour Patch kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But also uh, um, um, with the uh, with the Switch, like, man, it, all they need is just that one game and I'd be happy. But that will come in the wintertime. They always have their one big game in the wintertime. They only release like four games a month, <laughs> a year. I mean, you know, so I'm sure that that's coming. Hey, was, uh, was Star Fox 64 be released on Switch? I can't remember if it was on Switch. There's no 64 games on the Switch that I know of. No, I don't mean the actual 64. Didn't they make like an HD remake of it? I, I think there's a Star Fox on Switch, right? Am I crazy? You're thinking of the of the, of the Wii U. There's a, there's a Star Fox game for the Wii U. Star Fox, I think Star Fox is... Let, let me check. Hold on. Keep talking. Zero? Buy some time. Yeah, it's like a Star... That's, my, that's what I'm betting. I'm betting that it's going to be... It's a Star Fox for the, uh, for the Wii U. <laughs> it was even funnier. Oh my gosh, oh, you're so funny. God. Eric, <laughs> what? How could we forget the amazing Star Fox game, Starlink Battle for Atlas? If Dude, we that yeah. Game? Yeah, they were trying to like rebrand like yeah. uh, Star Fox. Poor Star Fox. He's he's forever a Smash Bros. character. <laughs> That's as far yeah, as his cameos go. One of the best, though. 
Yeah, I mean, sorry. I mean, I wish Retro like released a Star Fox game. I'm sure they'd get it right. Ah oh, man, Nintendo. I know, man. Well, just to wrap that up, I'm just think. I just hope that they come out with some new, like some uh, some news, a new game, anything. I'll be excited for anything. We heard you loud and clear, Mister E. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted Donkey Konga? Well, you got Donkey Konga too. Oh, well, there's a Donkey Konga too, actually. <laughs> I that'd be pretty fun with the switch. But the switch, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, you want Mario Party <laughs> announcing? Uh, what was that? One two switch two. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, there you go. That's what they would do. You want a DLC for Mario Party? Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay, let's let me ask you this now. Switching back to more serious topics here. Switch. Yeah, what? Switch. Are you gonna subscribe to Game Pass at all? Which they just rebranded today. It's no longer Xbox Game Pass. Now it's just Game Pass. Uh, I have no reason to yet, but if I get the new console, of course. That's a given. So you, you wouldn't get it uh, just for your PC? Because a lot of them are coming to PC now. No. So even if you don't have the Xbox, you could get the PC games. No. Know? I don't need... Uh, and this is just... I'm speaking anecdotally. I don't feel like I have to ex- like explain myself more than... I don't need another thing to play more games. I already have... A, 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 there's I have a ton on my computer. <laughs> Uh, were, uh, I have Epics, you know, I have Steam, I have, you know, Stadia now, you know, I don't need something else now. Yeah. Stadia? <laughs> but but seriously, I just, I think there's too many. Now it makes sense because I'm now dedicating my time to a, a Xbox console and I want to do crossplay and stuff like that. Of course, that would make more sense to me. But in the, but otherwise, no, I'm not interested. Uh, the Major Nelson was doing some interviews this week on the, the Kind of Funny podcast. He was on there for a couple of episodes and he did one on Saturday. And one of the questions, uh, it was the Kind of Funny Games cast or the X cast, excuse me. And Alana Pierce asked him, uh, she said, hey, with Game Pass, everything is coming to Game Pass. So I'm never going to buy another Xbox game again. Like, I'm just going to use Game Pass. Like, is that okay with y'all? Like, is that what you predicted happened? Mm-hmm. And he made a comment of, well, you're still buying it just in a different way. So then he goes on to talk a little bit, and I'm kind of summarizing it, so please go listen to the interview so I don't put words in his mouth. But he was kind of saying that the the way we think about buying games is going to be different now because you don't necessarily need to buy the game if you're not going to be playing. Because games change so much over time now that sometimes you just want to play a game and then go back to it later, you know what I mean? So as long as you have that Game Pass subscription, you're always going to have that game to go back to. Versus if you just bought it yourself, you might only be able to buy one or two games every few months, right? With Game Pass, you just have all the games at all times. So yeah. it, it, you're splitting the cost of that over a couple of months, yeah. which which is very interesting to me. I'm a big fan of subscriptions. Um, I just think back to when we were kids, if I could have paid a sub and gotten all those games. you know. Totally. I mean, I, look at Elder Scrolls Online. I'm paying $15 a month right now for that game. Yeah. And I that's mean, just that one game. For that price, I have Game Pass. Yeah. I know that subscriptions is a very sensitive t- t- topic for a lot of gamers because there's a, people that like physical and they don't feel like they really own the game, which is all fair and true. But um, personally, too, I, I am a big fan of subscription. I'm not doesn't mean I, I'm going to subscribe to everything. But um, if I have like access to certain games, they don't have to be the latest and greatest, but uh, enough catalog. Like I'm a huge fan of uh, PlayStation Now. 
Um, I thought it was really well implemented because the games they have, I've, I've talked about this before. I don't have to go over it, but um, you know, I, I was just a big fan of the service and if it's intuitive enough and if it's easy enough and if it's simple enough, it doesn't have to be flawless, you know, but I, I do I like a seamless experience, especially if I'm paying an X amount uh, what per month or per year. Um, Cause I, subscription services can also be expensive. You know, it's not like, it, it's not always a cheap kind of service. Right. It just depends on what you want. Cause let's do some quick math. Okay. So the Sony PlayStation now is $60 a year. So uh, let's do 60 there, which is the best deal of the streaming services. Yes. Let's say you also do Stadia Pro. So that's $120 a year. Can we not use Stadia as like an example? Can we do like another? Well, I just want to show, I actually want to see myself how much I have it. Okay. So I'm, I'm adding them all together as I talk. Okay. Got it. Okay. So uh, Microsoft's is uh, $15 a month. So 15 times 12. Oh no, I can't do math live. Uh, that's 150, uh, and then so one, 180. Is that right? Yeah. I don't. It's not that I don't trust you. I'm just embarrassed, and I want to check. Okay, it's fine. Oh my god. It's gosh. 180. Okay, my math is perfect. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, you play plus is 120 dollars a year. EA. Uh, I think is a hundred dollars if you buy it for one year. No, no, it's sixty dollars. But theirs I don't like because you don't get everything. But just for fun, let's put it in there. Sixty dollars. Uh, what else? Is that all the services? I'm sure EA, you're forgetting you like one stuff. or two, but it's okay. Like that's so right there. You're at five hundred forty dollars a year. Oh, that's a lot. It, it sounds like a lot, but now let's divide that by sixty, which is the cost of a game, and that's not even including taxes. Okay, so that's nine games. So if you buy more less than nine games a year, <laughs> no, that that's a that sounds that sounds like a lot. But you think of how many games we're actually buying over the course of a year. I'm sure I spent more than that buying games. I mean, I on Switch just this year. What did I buy before my trips? I bought uh, what is it? Dragon Quest. I bought. Um, I should have wrote all of this down before I started saying all these things. Uh, <laughs> that's a lot, Jesus. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot of games. So, the, but 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 the, but the real point, and not to like cut you off, but the real point is, is that there's 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 this and that. Like you can argue, you could like art, you can argue maybe this can save you a couple more dollars or this can but like i think both both experiences are very different than one another and they both have their purposes you know i don't think that um in my opinion subscription-based services uh are not for completionists in my opinion it's like a completionist usually is for a person that actually purchases purchases the game because you purchase you dedicated money and effort into buying something and generally speaking you like beat it because you bought it um subscription bonuses it's almost like a like a uh, excuse me let me rephrase that subscription based uh services are like a lot like a menu where you just constantly order and it's harder for you to finish something and now i finished plenty of games on playstation now games i would never have played however uh, i would just say that they're both different experiences i'm not here to say one's better than the other um i i do both i just bought paper mario you know but i also you know i'm an advocate i like i like where subscription subscription based games are, are heading i think it it can be an affordable you know option do i think it's perfect no but i think that you know because you also need really fast internet too, you know. You you need pretty good internet, you know. Well, it and, depends and, on which one, right? Because for Stadia, yes, but for for uh, the EA and the UPlay ones and micro and Game Pass, you're downloading the game. Yeah. So you don't necessarily need fast internet because you could just leave it downloading overnight and then the next day you're good. Yeah. But you do need a bunch of data cap stuff, right? 
Because yeah. I, I keep talking about how lucky I am that I have no data cap. And in your area, you have a huge data cap. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to think about how much gigs you're downloading. Yeah. Games are getting huge, especially yeah. once we move to 4K for next gen. Yeah. We're looking at hundreds of gigs per game. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's, that's, a, that's a great big point to like point out for, for you, know, when, you know, when we download the games. Zang. Zang. Well, brother, that's all I have. You got anything else for me? No, I mean, I thought that was a great round. I'm glad that we touched base on all three consoles. And I think we're all, I think the, the moral of the story, kids, is we're looking for more. <laughs> and I think we're going to get it this month. So we're excited. Yeah, this is going to be a really good month. Should be a couple of good episodes. Well, then we'll leave it at that. This has been episode nine of the GG podcast. G-G. So we'll be back next week. Zang. Zang. Well, no, cool. The mystery evolves finally to Blastoise. Okay. <laughs> okay. Take care, everybody. Bye.